0: It's the On Podcast Network, your team every day. Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroth, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Irpin. Great to be with you. So much to get to today. A bunch of interviews. A bunch of interviews. I just got back from Bengals OTA practice talk about that for a little bit you're gonna hear from carl lawson on today's show talk to him one-on-one andy dalton talk today you'll hear that as well plus one-on-one with tyler boyd who well he has an outlandish idea an outlandish prediction for the nba all of that coming to you today right here on the locked on bengals podcast you get your daily bengals fix each and every weekday with this podcast you can subscribe on google play spotify itunes stitcher and wherever you get your podcast. If I'm out of breath, it's because I took six flights of stairs. I took the stairs to get up here, and uh, I just got back in studio, and it's like, oh my goodness. But uh, look, I'll be honest. It was my first time going to OTA practice. Haven't been able to do it just with uh, different um, scheduling things. It just haven't been able to make it work. Obviously, I've been to the locker room and, and brought audio, and you've heard that here on the podcast, different interviews and such. But uh, a couple takeaways. One, I think that there will be, and this sounds very, very bland, but but I think it's noteworthy. There's going to be a lot more motioning in this offense with Bill Lazor. I, I think that was apparent early on, and maybe maybe it's not. Maybe they're just going through the motions, so to speak, and it won't be. But my eyes tell me that they're going to have a lot of versatile pieces in a lot of different areas. And looking at the wide receivers, the running backs, et cetera, motions make sense and I think we're going to see that I watched John Ross look good to me look healthy to me look like he was moving well look like he had the burst look like he had the ability um there was one time Andy Dalton missed him on a deep ball he had a, a couple of receptions as well one swinging out of the backfield um str- a couple post routes as well so it good so, some not so good Andy missed him once there was one time Ross dropped it uh one time he slipped out of his break so Look, we pay attention, and I'll be honest, I was paying more attention to him than I was virtually anyone outside of A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd as far as the wide receivers go. A.J. Green didn't participate in any kind of contact drills, or he didn't want to risk any kind of contact. There isn't really tackling in OTAs in in this, but you certainly can get hit. You can get uh, slapped, scratched, etc., and so they didn't want to risk it with A.J. Green, um, so he was just on the side for that. He did some... One-on-one stuff, um, or, or some drills, rather, but no one-on-one stuff. No 7-on-7, 11-on-11. Um, overall, though, I I liked what I saw from the offense. Uh, it's hard to tell, obviously. But I think, a- as far as where we're at right now, you should feel good. I do. Uh, being, being someone looking at it outside in everything. Think about it. What would the goal be right now, June 5th? that everyone's picking up the offense, that everyone's healthy. Well, that's the case, that um, the offensive linemen are getting their feet wet. Well, they are. All of that stuff is happening. You know, We're not going to know much as far as results and how people are really looking and how these guys are truly looking until training camp. But so far, at least my takeaway from today was everything's about as good as it can be um, on paper right now on June 5th. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's dive into some of these interviews. Let's start with <clears throat> excuse me, let's start with Tyler Boyd. And I think Tyler Boyd's going to play a big role in this Bengals offense if they have success. I make a lot about Ross, I talk a lot about AJ Green, obviously there's Eifert and Joe Mixon, and those four get the attention, but I think Tyler Boyd underneath can do a lot of damage. I caught up with him in the Bengals locker room earlier today. Here's my conversation with Boyd. OTAs are obviously underway, almost over now. What has been the biggest difference this year with a new offensive coordinator versus your first couple years in OTAs?
2: Yeah. Um, I think that they're giving us a lot more freedom to to do us. You know, not over-coaching us. You know, not not going out there and telling us you got to do it this way or it's not going to work. Do it this way because. Whatever situation it is, it could be different looks every time, you know. So you might not be able to run a full fast step route. You might have to run baby steps, stutter at the top, and you know just, just just get open, you know. So I think coaches do a great job of letting us feel free and just just relax and just just play.
1: The offensive line was certainly a question mark last year. It, it had its ups and downs. As a receiver, obviously you're dependent on Andy. You're dependent on the line. Is it? Um, does it give you confidence knowing that they went? into the offseason, address some of the, the offensive line issues now that you see some some new faces and some established places along that line?
2: Definitely, because I feel like the line took that real personal. I mean, I would. I don't know who wouldn't take that really personal, you know, because that's not a good name I ha- want to have hanging over my head. You know, so I believe all those guys is, is preparing themselves every day to, to be great and to, to earn a certain job, no matter they're a vet or a young guy.
1: In the locker room with Tyler Boyd, Tyler, I look at this offense, and it looks like I feel the way I did last year, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. You in the slot, obviously a veteran like LaFell, A.J. Green on one side, Eifert, and then Ross entering year two, Mixon in the backfield, Gio in the backfield. I think the sky's the limit for this offense. Am I being too optimistic? What is your feeling when you look at this offense, at least on paper?
2: Man, I've been feeling this way since last year, since we, we drafted Raj, you know, I, that's dynamic, man, explosive, deep, threat, short, anything, you know. It's as like you look at it. It's like, how do you stop them? Like, how do you, how do you stop them group of people? You know, regardless of how you utilize the ball, you know, this guy should be open all over the place. Making sure should should be able to hit any hole at any time. It's just, it's hard to defend.
1: And last year, and I, looking back at it, it, there's a mixture of reasons why. But you guys finished 32nd in the league. In offense, is that kind of a, a reminder that even though last year on paper the offense looked really good, that it's on paper and you got to go out there and prove it?
2: Definitely, no. That's, that's that's heartbreaking to all of us. You know, I know a lot of the blame went to the linemen, but we all felt some type of way about how we played last year. You know, especially you knowing we were the 32nd offense. You know, we all feel like we could have done things to, to 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 help the team win or, or, or create ways to to, to win. In the long games, in the games, I was close, you know. So I think we all want to prepare and get better and, and show everybody that we're not just a group of people, people that look good on paper. Have you watched the finals yet? Yeah. Who do you got? Obviously, yeah. as of now, the Warriors up 2-0.
1: Man, I got LeBron, man. I can never go against LeBron. You got LeBron. LeBron
2: all day. Are you, Can't you, go against You Ron. think
1: he's going to – well, I'm going to say the Cleveland LeBrons. You think they're going to beat the Warriors?
2: Yeah, they're going to win. are on, Knights and Seven. <laughs> They're going oh, to win not these bad. next two games. They should have had game. When they had game one, it would have been over. Because it's hard, it's hard to still win in, in, in Warriors and up there and go in going state. But the Cavs are going next two. I can't take you serious right now. You're, you're, <laughs> you're serious.
1: You're not trolling <laughs> Super me.
2: serious, bro. The Cavs win the next two.
1: So, Cavs win the next two. They next win in six two. or
2: seven? Mm, they're, going, they're going to go to seven. It's yeah. going to go just like how the Boston series went. They won the first two. <laughs> Cavs won the next two. Boston. Then the Cavs again the next two. Oh man, like that. I can't believe. It. It's like that. I, I, I'm not gonna make you <laughs>
1: make a wager with you, but I want to. Maybe when we turn the turn this off. But I can't. I can't believe. Are you
2: serious? You think Cleveland? Man, I try, what, but believe. did you see
1: Steph Curry the other night?
2: Uh, if they play like that, that's gonna be tough. But I don't see them going in, into into uh, Cleveland and doing that. Cause they ain't never—I can't say never—but the way stuff been playing, if he's still hitting. It's gonna be tough. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be tough for LeBron. He just needs some a little bit of help. he will be all right. Do you hoop it off? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you, who do you play like the most? If you had to compare your game to an NBA player?
2: Hmm. Oh, let me see. I'm, I'm gonna have to get to Melo. You know, I love—I love Melo's game. I don't—I <laughs> don't, I don't shoot like Melo, but I just—I just love Melo's game, man. All around. You know, he's, he's a great like, shooter Like, like young mellow? Yeah, young mellow young, Not not the mellow <laughs> I just I was a real big mellow fan, man Till his late 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 years, man Do you wear yeah. a headband? I just always wear headbands Because of him
1: What position did you play? Did
2: You, you played uh, in high school, I assume Yeah, I played a three and a two Four gotcha. and a small
1: four You still play now? Obviously, that you guys have that nice court No, nah, we just shoot in there We shoot around in there Shoot jumpers and stuff Come on, you guys don't play threes I don't or twos? No,
2: no, nah, it ain't
1: But I still hoop Can man. I play? Can I play with you guys at twos nah. or threes?
2: No? If only if you can shoot, you can shoot. You're good. You, you guys really just shoot? We shoot in there. You don't, there. We you don't, don't want to risk? No, nah, because it, it ain't no court. We'd be sliding all around in there. We just shoot. Oh. We don't want to get hurt, in it, especially in the building. So we just shoot. <laughs> Who's the best shooter on the team? I, I'll give it to AJ. AJ's the best shooter? I, I heard I Andy, Andy could dumb. shoot. Andy can shoot, too, but AJ, man, yeah, I'll, give, I'll give it to AJ. I'll give it to AJ. Wow. AJ or Joe, AJ I, Joe. Okay. All
1: well, right. I appreciate the time. Work on the shot. You need to have the best shot too. I'm
2: competing. They ain't <laughs> knocking me out. Either. I'm competing. They got they got some good shots, though. They ain't hit about six, seven in a row. I'll be dead out about four, five. They, it's all
1: right. Next time we talk, the Warriors will be champs, alright? So I, all I appreciate right. the time.
2: For sure, bro. He's insane. Ain't no
1: way that the Cavaliers I'll bet every single one of you guys if you want to. There's no way, and he wouldn't bet me when I turned that recorder off. He wouldn't bet me. Cavaliers are not beating the Warriors. I'll bet each and every one of us. Any listener that wants to bet me, James Ruffin at ESPN1530.com, um, at James Ruffin on Twitter, at Bengals. We can bet a John Ross jersey. I bet any listener a John Ross jersey, the Warriors beat the Cavaliers in the series. Any of you. Heck, we, we could do a John Ross and a Tyler Boyd jersey. So you have both in your collection, or I do when... Um, well, the Warriors get it done. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. You'll hear from Carl Lawson and Andy Dalton next on the Locked on Bengals podcast.
3: This is Ross Jackson from Locked on Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different. And that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car.
0: Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close. So you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit match halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. Support for this podcast comes from The First One with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music.
3: What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is The First One. We hear from all the A-list music stars like Jay Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game but changed their life it's almost like sometimes before you
4: even get in the industry it's like you set up to fail and there's so many moments where you can win and the winning is great but it's so many things that you go through to
3: get to the win and so much more who tell the stories about the first hits that took them to the next level changed their life overlooked to being overbooked
2: when I was recording the song I already knew it was going to be a global hit
1: and
3: I'm not joking my G I really felt it inside of me I was like I just can't wait to see your number one. Join me every Thursday with The First One Drops, only on Amazon Music. Let's go. We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with
1: Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. So Carl Lawson was a a standout performer last year among the rookie class. And I I talked to him about football. I also talked to him about restaurants. And I was kind of surprised at how into food he was. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals. Linebacker slash defensive end. Let's just call him a pass rusher, damn it. His name is Carl Lawson. Carl, uh, it's been a while since we've talked. How was the offseason? Offseason was good, you you know.
4: Able to work out, work hard, you know get some overall improvements on athleticism and strength. Uh, so I enjoyed it.
1: I know you're a hard worker. I know you, you leave, uh, live, uh, you know, eat and breathe football. Did you do anything fun outside of football, whether it's vacations or anything like that on the off season?
4: I mean, not like a vacation vacation, but I went to Universal one time. I went to, I mean, I stayed in South Florida, so that considers as one of the, um, you know, as a vacay kind of. But really just uh, – just chill that's a vacation for me just be able to you know kind of get away from even though i love football i mean you know just get away from the you know just you know, see and get back home in atlanta and florida and that was awesome that's a vacation for me.
1: obviously you had a, a great rookie year and certainly a breakout rookie campaign what do you think the biggest difference is with carl lawson right now versus where you were at a year ago
4: I don't have to, it's not too much a, a learning curve, you know, I kind of get to do more of what's, uh, more what's natural to me, and um, yeah, so that was, that's, that's pretty much it, I mean, I'm, you know, it's, that's been the biggest thing, I mean, I, I'm a little bit, a little bit stronger, a little bit more agile, a little bit bigger, a little bit faster, a little bit more everything, um, so yeah, that.
1: What are your new impressions there, or your first impressions of new defensive coordinator Terrell Austin?
4: A uh, cool dude, you know. I mean, you could tell he's a coordinator, a defense coordinator that likes speed on the field. Um, you know, and, uh, that's, you know, and um, I like to play the run, too. So he's a cool dude. Nothing really, nothing really bad to say. No, all good things.
1: How are OTAs going for you? Obviously, you just a couple of days left.
4: I think I've been doing really well, honestly. I mean, film won't lie. I'm playing, you know, well against the run in the past. Just gotta continue
1: to grow. As far as uh, off the field goes, do you have any hobbies? Anything you like to do? Sleep, watch TV shows, eat. I love to eat. I'm not gonna
4: lie. <laughs> you got follow me on Instagram. Uh, what is it? Carlos and Fifty Eight. I think
0: it
4: is. I post nothing but food. Tons of food. I go around just trying to find like the best restaurants in whatever city I'm in at the time.
1: So. What's your favorite restaurant in Cincinnati thus far?
4: Favorite restaurant is a. Uh, where do I go to the most? I don't want to, I want to put the honest answer out there, so make sure. I probably have to say, uh, Island Fridays right now. Let me make sure. Yeah, Island Fridays right now, The, the Jerk Wings. It's on Cincinnati's campus, so they got this thing called Jerk Wings. I'm, and my, my family's Jamaican, so Island Fridays is my spot. And then I and then I
1: eat at Capital Grill a lot too. Okay, but, I'd never heard of Island Fridays. Is okay. it new? Or?
4: No, it's just like a little hole in the wall. Oh, so yeah, so it's pretty good. All right,
1: boneless me. or bone-in wings?
4: They got bone. It's it's a uh, you know it's bone-in, but it literally the meat falls off the bone. Really? Yeah, Island Fridays jerk wings
1: are special. All right, I'm gonna have to get those. Do you cook too, or do you just I cook go for sometimes, it? but yeah, I
4: don't put that on my story. My food, my, my the food I cook at home is not that uh. Not that good. Okay. I'm thinking about doing a food blog here soon, you know, rating right, right restaurants around Cincinnati because I feel like I'm a food connoisseur.
1: So. Carl Lawson, the food critic. Yeah. So uh,
4: be tu- be, stay tuned. It, it might be happening.
1: All right. Well, i have to follow up, and when that happens, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right? Vince. All right. Thanks, Carl. Sure. How about that? A foodie. I'm going to have to check out that place in Clifton. It's right by the University of Cincinnati. Haven't heard of it until uh, Carl said it. So going to check that out, see how it is, and I'll report back. So a lot of you out of towners that listen to this podcast, when you come in town, maybe you could check it out as as part of your in-town Cincinnati experience. All right, let's get to the Andy Dalton Scrum. I asked a couple questions here. Um, It it started with him talking about his foundation, which raised over $220,000 during a banquet on Friday night. Huge, huge numbers. They help all different types of children and families with uh, the children have any kind of disabilities. And I, I love the Andy and Jordan Dalton Foundation. It is great. If, if For all the stuff I say about Andy on the field, the dude is about as good of a dude as can be off the field, at least as far as I could tell. And his foundation is a perfect example of that. This is me, a bunch of reporters, beat writers, TV personnel, all these different people talking to Andy Dalton earlier today in the Bengals locker room. He was just saying you are the best fundamentally of anybody that he's ever worked with and you work with Aaron Rodgers, it's a pretty good compliment.
5: Yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, you know, Aaron's obviously, uh, you know, one of the best players in this league. And, um, you know, I feel like I, I take pride in, you know, ha- having good fundamentals. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, for him to say that obviously means a lot because he's been with a guy like Aaron who can
1: do so much talking to Matt Barkley and he said that you guys have had a little bit of a relationship over the last four or five years I guess from the Tom House experiences what what are you seeing out of him so far from being in the room and seeing him practice yeah I've enjoyed having him around you
5: know he's he's been in in several different systems been a been around the league a little bit and been on different teams so he can he can pull from past experiences and he's played too so um, you know it's, it's cool when you get a guy that you uh, have gotten to know throughout the years to come join your group and uh, he's done well uh, you know for him to come into a new team new obviously new system It's a new system for everybody but for him he's learning guys and different things I think
1: he's done a, he's done a good job from his previous exposure with Bill Lazor in Philly, is could he be a good like second set of eyes for you?
5: Yeah, for sure. You know, obviously we'll understand more once we get playing games and uh, once the preseason gets going. But um, you know, I think with with him and uh, and Jeff and uh, you know Logan's coming along a little bit too. So uh, I think we've got a good room, and so uh, I'm looking forward to see how it all plays out once preseason starts.
4: These guys were saying uh, I think everybody pretty much seems to think that bill is put you in a situation where you're trying to emphasize your strengths a guy who kind of strikes me that may be too is Hewitt Hewitt's a kind of a versatile guy comes out of the west coast of bill his coached uh, do, you, do you see more of a more of a bigger role from Hewitt this year as opposed to the last couple
5: you know, I think uh, it's going de- <laughs> to depend on how, how game plans go and different things. You know, Ryan, he's a guy that you know, we've used at fullback, we've used at tight end. He's kind of moved around a lot. Uh, smart guy that understands all the different positions. So, um, yeah, I think there's there's definitely a, a role for him and uh, there's a chance for him to, to get some more action probably this year. And I think just with the way that, uh, you know, we're doing some of the run game stuff and different things, I think he's uh, you know, he'll get some more action in there.
1: What did it mean to you, Andy, that the organization looked at the offensive line, which has obviously been a weak point the past couple of years, and got a, a franchise left tackle, a guy who's been proven in the league, invested a first round pick in a center? What did that mean, being the quarterback, being the guy that has to deal with the line, whether they're good or bad, that they went out and addressed a weakness like that?
5: Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, it was obviously a point of emphasis. And, you uh, know, for me, I just, I just wanted as much time as I can have back there and as much space. And so I think for them, it was. Uh, you know, it's something that they wanted to, to change, bring in some new new people. And, um, you know, I, I thought, uh, you know, it was obviously important for them to do that. And so, um, you know, I think bringing in Cordy, Cordy fits exactly uh, what we want in that position. And uh, Billy, we'll, we'll see more. But I think he's, he's doing everything the right way right now with as much as he, you know, as much as he can do without actually being out there. So, um, you know. Once once pads come on, we'll we'll see how it all goes. But uh, you know, I, I
1: I love having both of those guys. You know, a lot of gigantic people. When you first saw Cordy face to face, were you like, okay, this is a different. He's deal. huge. He's <laughs>
5: huge. Uh, I think one of. The, obviously, I saw him, and then like I saw a picture of him standing next to Clint, which Clint's a big guy, and he's like twice the size of Clint. He's I mean, he's he's a he's a large human. <laughs> There's not very many people built like him. Kind of wit like. Yeah, for sure. And he's wearing 77, so it, uh, it looks similar. Is
1: that why the 77 is on the tackling dummy out there? Is that the kind of joke at his physique?
5: Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's probably taking a shot at wit. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, you know, I, he's he, he's, uh, he's good. For a guy his size to have his athletic ability is uh, pretty special.
1: You talked about Matt Barkley a little bit. Have you talked to A.J. McCarron at all since he got to Buffalo?
5: Yeah, I've talked to him a little bit. I mean, he seemed, things seem to be going really well there, and uh, and he likes it. So uh, for him, he just needs his opportunity. I think he's going to get it there, and so he's just got to make the most of it. But uh, I'm happy for him. He's in a spot where he's able to compete and um, you know, hopefully you know, uh, start and, and play well.
1: That's good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I was talking to someone today, and say what you want about Andy. Like, and I have my opinion of him, of him, and so do you. But this is the first year in a while since 15, 14 where if Andy goes down, there's no one behind him. Like, McCarran was fine in 15, and you felt comfortable with him in 16, and you felt comfortable with him last year. Andy goes down. Who are you excited about? Matt Barkley? Jeff Driscoll? Oh, boy. Logan Woodside? rough. Let's hope Andy stays healthy. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. We do it every single day right here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. You can, I almost said on ESPN 1530, if you could tell there. It's a habit. Uh, You can subscribe, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. I think later tonight, early tomorrow morning, I'm going to have some videos and pictures up from OTAs. So I will get those up at lectondengles.com as soon as I can. Have a great night and until tomorrow. I'm James Repain. Thank you so much for listening to the On Bengals podcast.
0: Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that